Hey listeners, before we get into this episode, I have a quick ask to make. I started this podcast as a research project on how to be a top individual contributor in the product design space. My goal for the show was to learn what it takes to be an individual contributor that's doing amazing, impactful work that they love doing day in and day out and getting paid top dollar while they do it. Becoming that type of individual contributor is the ultimate job security. With close to 100 hours of interview recordings, this has naturally led to the creation of the short form video articles that synthesize my learnings into 10 minute listens of actionable content. You might recognize these as my morning walk episodes or the hashtag shorts episodes. To my surprise, those episodes have been very well received and listeners have enjoyed the synthesis of what I've learned. This has led to the next chapter of my research project, which is beginning to synthesize what I've learned into a new newsletter called Thinking Out Loud About Design that you can subscribe to right now for free. Thinking Out Loud About Design is an email newsletter and podcast that basically contains all my synthesis for my long form interviews. It's pure distilled learnings that you can apply to your career immediately. This content is for you if you are a couple years into your career and you're trying to make that move from mid-level to senior designer and senior designer to staff designer. I mainly focus on becoming high-performing individual contributors in the product design industry. A free subscription gives you full access to the newsletter, podcast episodes, and website. You won't have to worry about missing anything because every new edition of the newsletter goes directly into your inbox. So my ask is this. If you have gotten any value out of the way of product design, or if it's helped you in any way or someone you know, please subscribe to Thinking Out Loud About Design and get the distilled learnings on being a staff-level individual contributor. You can find a link to the newsletter in the show notes of every episode of this podcast and on my LinkedIn page. Just look up Caden Damiano. Thanks again for listening and supporting the way of product design. I wouldn't be doing this if you guys weren't listening. Now, on to the show. Another uh, morning, morning walk, morning drive uh, episode. Uh, today, I want to talk about impact and like what was making an impact look like. Was an impactful stop at a company look like? Um, and uh, from my my learnings and my perspectives. So, uh, disclaimer: these are my opinions, but um, basically like when you're looking at the impact of a company it requires kind of the intellectual humility to realize like how much time it's going to take to get like Steve Jobs impact or um, or just uh, like a good individual contributor impact how much time that takes to just make a good like dent in the problem space of a company now, um, I've been I'm definitely quoted for saying on the show that to do anything really meaningful, and meaningful by meaningful I mean like an actual actual feature or product that like dominates the market, you're probably in that co- going to need to be in that company for four to five years to actually launch it, work out the kinks, iterate, iterate, iterate until you hit product market fit, if if you hit product market fit. 
the product market fit is being described as like at least having like 40% of your customers who would be very, very disappointed if your product didn't exist. So you have enough, uh, you've obtained like a critical mass of customers that would be very disappointed if your product wasn't around anymore. Now, five years is like a massive impact, icy level impact. What happens if, you know, you do the normal stint at a company and you just do like one to two years and then move? Um, it's probably not that impactful, right? So like, how do, well, what does success look like if you're moving around every couple of years? And, you know, as at the time we were recording this episode, um, I have never stayed somewhere longer than two years. So, um, I, and it's made me reflect because I'm like, well, one, I'm young. At the time we're recording this, I'm 27. I'm going to turn 28 in a few months. So I'm still, still got a lot of career ahead of me um, if everything works out. And, um, but... Uh, I haven't really followed my rule, have I? You know, I haven't been somewhere for four to five years. And I'm, I'm looking for a place that I hope could be that four-year. I hope my current stop in my career is that, that, is that four-year place. But I can't say that I haven't been successful in my, in, in my short stops. I mean, if you look at my LinkedIn, like I can point to impacts or, or on the business, right? So... What what is the level of success usually within a short time span of a couple years to five years? Well, first, let's be honest that like if you are somewhere for like less, if you're you are somewhere for you know two one to two years, you're not you're not like revolutionizing the business. Like it usually takes longer, like at least like four or five years to create most of the value a lot of like modern day companies, a lot of modern companies have done. So like, I mean, if you look at Airbnb, they were, they were in business for five years before they started becoming a hockey curve. Um, once they figured out how to create tooling for their, their uh, tooling for their, their hosts to better present their, their uh, listings. Right. Um, you know, you look at Air, uh, AirPods, Amazon Alexa, at least four years to do the proper R&D and, and, and come up with the right feature set that will would be able to guarantee adoption. Um, I'm thinking of local companies where I live in Utah, like Divi. It's about five years old now, and now it's hitting, like, massive growth and was acquired. Like... If you're not there somewhere, that takes about five years because you have to work out the kinks. It takes a long time to build stuff. Like, so like one to two years, like what was that look like? And I'm proposing that like a, a measure of success is that you help move the ball down the field for that company. So, so you have to be able to identify like, okay, like, you know, if you use like a football analogy, American football. If you if you increase um, throughput through like an application flow by thirty percent, that's moving the ball down the field. And if that even better, if that uh, 
a throughput through an application process leads to X amount of dollars in additional revenue, even better. Now, um, so being able to kind of have that humility of like, hey, I'm not going to be the next Steve Jobs of this company. One, I'm an individual contributor, you know, and Steve Jobs like owned, like was like a part owner of his company. And I'm not going to be, I don't believe in this company enough to be here long, for longer than two years. Then you have to look at the professional, like at it, at it, like you're kind of a professional, like professional, a mercenary type person where you're coming in to get results, move the ball down the field, and then hopefully leave something behind for the next people that replace you. And then hopefully your contribution and other people's contributions over the course of like five years leads to that company succeeding. So, you have to look at shorter stints and the impact that you create as like, okay, hey, did I move the ball down the field? Cool. It, because you, could, you within one or two years, you could probably move the ball down the field or get lucky and get, and get there in like the fifth year of the company when they really finally figure things out. But it's not likely that you're going to you're going to score a touchdown for that business in one to two years, especially in a, in a product role where you don't really see the fruits of your labors um, at like a big like network level until like multiple years of refinement and iteration to get to that place. And, you know, I'm willing to be proven wrong if you want to reach out <laughs> and say like, oh, well, this company IPO'd in two years or yeah, sure, pull it up. But like, I I look at the history of innovation. Um, I look at the history of successful companies, and if you plot it on a graph, most of the value they generate is after like the fourth or fifth year in being in business, and then that's like another ten years of them like scaling and growing that value. So that's my thought today. Um, I hope this is an interesting reframe for people that feel like they're not make they're not taking big enough swings in their career. Eventually you want to get into a role where you could if you really want to make a huge huge impact, you have to find a place that you could stay at for 4 to 5 years. Um that could be as your own founder, yeah, you as the founder or you as kind of part of like the original leadership team. And that's what I'm kind of learning is that really like leadership's the kind of like unit that stays somewhere for four to five years. Um, and then ICs kind of move in and out, especially especially in tech. Um, but I, I'm still kind of figuring that out. Like I haven't found my four-year company. So um, obviously I'm not going to like speak too much to, uh, to it right now. But, um, you know, for now... Um, I think this theory on, uh, this theory on, uh, doing stints as an IC is probably a good enough way for you to figure out your impact. It's like, Hey, as long as you move the ball down the field for that company, you did a good job. Um, and, uh, just leave it at that. And then eventually you could add a bunch of, uh, you know, moving the ball down the field type experiences and opportunities 
and make uh, you know five years worth of that to show that hey you're capable of taking up a leadership position and going all four years. So yeah, let me know what you think about this. Uh, love seeing the DMs of people who have thoughts about my thoughts. You have a good rest of your day.